Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Welcome to the Cyberpunk Lorecast, where we brave scanning the net to find all the deep history and lore of cyberpunk. I'm Toasty, a fixer that's new to Night City with a desire to jump into the details of this gritty setting. And I'm Genesis, an old school media tech with a love of character deep dives. Together, we will bring you the foundations of the past, the state of Night City today, and the news of the future. We've got incoming. Let's Delta. Welcome back, Chooms, to another episode of the Cyberpunk Lorecast. I'm your girl, Genesis, and with me, as always, is Toasty. My voice sounds really crackly tonight. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I hear, like, your voice. I don't hear it, like, as an audio thing. I think it's just your voice. I don't know. Yeah, no, and that's what I'm saying is that I feel like my vocal tone is off tonight. It's not an audio issue. It's a gen voice quality issue. Weirdness. There we go. We're going to get another bad review about the quality of... (laughs) Oh. (laughs) This at least is an audio quality. It's just my my laid-back NPR voice is going to sound off tonight. Oh, well. That's why we have other people here to talk with us tonight, right? So that way it's not just us? No, not just you. Not just me. I am always here on Patreonites. You cannot get rid of me. I am inevitable. 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 Turbo Toboggan. Writing a bad review nonetheless, so. Welcome to the show tonight, Turbo and Jay. Uh, so we have a really interesting topic to go over tonight. Uh, one that is a little out there and a little weird, but I'm kind of digging it. Um, but first, we always like to start the show off with any news that we've had. And we've got like three quick little articles to go over. One was a recent tweet put out by the official Cyberpunk 2077 uh, Twitter account. Uh, that one is at Cyberpunk Game. And it is a picture of uh, Toasty. We've called her Nose Ring Chick. Um, she's a chick with the nose ring and a really unique looking beaded necklace. Um, and her name was released. And it is Elena, a.k.a. Alex Zenakias, which her last name is spelled X-E-N-A-K-I-S. So Xenakis, Xenakias, um, something around there. But the tweet reads out from the Los Angeles Megaplex's slums to the high profile brain dances. That was Alex's original dream. But the studio she joined turned out to be a front for the FIA, changing the trajectory of her life dramatically. Now she uses her formidable acting skills in covert missions. She looks pretty badass. Yeah, we've oh, seen sure. her in, in the trailer disguising as other people. 
She's the one that holds the gun to uh, Solomon's face, right? In the bar? Yes. Yeah. I think CD Project Red is doing a really great job kind of getting, you know, basically appealing new players to the game by doing this kind of intro stuff. Um, because, I don't know, I feel like I haven't seen marketing this kind of uh, succinct for a long time from them. It just seems very crisp and clean and very direct. It's really good. Yeah, they've definitely put out a lot of stuff, but it's nothing that's like, oh, I basically know exactly what's going to happen in the DLC now yeah. because of the information they, that they put out. But they've it's held still it off for a long nothing. time, too. You know, definitely mm -hmm. made enough kind of stir and mystery that, yeah. Like, even with these, you know, the Solomon Reed post they did, there's still enough mystery behind it that you're, a lot of people's theory about him being Morgan Black and still kind of can fit in there. Oh, I didn't see one about Solomon come out. Uh, oh, they I did. Yeah, they posted. Do further research. They did a post for five of the characters, including Alex. Oh. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Toasty, maybe we'll go over those ones next week or something. Okay. Yeah, because we can describe the pictures and characters and where we see them in the trailers and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, Quick little update from our Telsorian Games uh, that came out on Friday. Uh, Danger Gal is officially dropping on August 3rd, and it is available for purchase on the web store for the physical copy or on drive through RPG for the digital. And um, you can also get it on the ground in hand at booth 249 at Gen Con 2023. So stop off at the Artel Saurian Games booth and go pick it up and say that we sent you here from the Cyberpunk Lorecast. Yay! And the cute, uh, what the cover looks like, it looks like somebody took a picture of the physical book. Um, so it looks really cool. Our last little bit of info that came out uh, this last week got hit. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 XOXO officially announced. And I was like, what is this? And it's, a, it's another comic um, getting published by Dark Horse, which we love Dark Horse absolutely love and it essentially sounds like a cyberpunk flavored version of romeo and juliet which love great going with the classic it's being written by bartas stribor zeitbor this dude's name is intense b-a-r-t-o-s-z oh and then the last name is S Z P Y B O R is one of the CDPR people. Yeah, that's that's, but, that's a Polish name. <laughs> it is. It is very much a Polish name. But the dude, this person is also was also a writer for Edge Runners. Hmm. Okay. So, 
You can get behind that. Yeah. The official synopsis of the new comic book is gang-on-gang violence rages towards a bloodbath when an ambush planned by the maelstroms on the moxes get complicated. Corpo cargo worth a heavy sum is up for grabs, but loyalty only goes so far when love is on the line. One member of the Maelstroms has found something worthy of sacrificing for. He never known he's never known anyone like her. Raw dropping, eyes popping, pulse racing. Could this be love at first sight? Cybernetics can't save you from heartbreak. It's going to be 32 pages long and will release on October 18th. Oh, the first issue. So we know that there will be further issues after that as well. Well, there goes more money. So a Maelstrom member falls in love with a member of the Moxes? Mm -hmm. That's going to be interesting. Right. I mean, surprisingly enough, they don't have as much baggage with them as the Tiger Claws do. I feel like, wouldn't that be a bit more fitting if we're talking about mortal enemy clan gangs? I don't think anyone likes Maelstrom, though. That's true. That's true. I think it's also fitting because Maelstrom member with, like, emotions. One of the big things with, you know... Because they're definitely going to play Heartbreak via... Cyber psychosis through this story too. So. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. I also like it. I think it fits kind of because when you think of like a maelstrom, you think of obviously the borged out people, and they are the big ones, the bulky ones. Uh, you know, and I definitely, I definitely feel like they are the more masculine. It version and then you go to the mocks and they are a lot of them are very very pretty i mean i don't really remember seeing a whole lot of male mocks members they were definitely a female forward um gang and then they had beauty enhancements and things to make them look like that and so i can see this hyper feminized mocks with a Hyper masculinized maelstrom member and then playing that up. It fits. But also the phrasing eye popping makes me nervous that we're going to see like eyeballs literally popping out and being gouged out. I mean, it's cyberpunk. Gontro Dim does that in The Witcher 3, so it wouldn't be the first time CDPR has done it. That is valid. Oh, okay. No, not going back. Wouldn't that um, be a spectacle? Oh. oh. <laughs> One dad point to Jay. Uh, okay. Guys, we're going to get weird tonight. Not in our normal way, though. But we're going to get weird in the fact that we're pulling from... I don't even think we limited it on to what kind of media. Our topic for tonight is pull another character from 
anything else, your favorite books, your favorite TV, a different video game series, pull them into the cyberpunk universe. How are you going to make them fit? Where are you going to put them in at the timeline? Are you going to throw them in at the time of the red? Are you going to throw them in to be a replacement sidekick for V? Or are you going to throw it somewhere in the future and you have no idea what this new world is like? And of course, who they are and what they're going to do. Ideas. Clellan, who are we thinking about? Go for it, Turbo. I want to bring Past Master. Here we go. I want to bring him into it. Do you guys know who he is? He is a Marvel character, and yes. I know what he does in Marvel Snap, but not what he does in the actual comic books. Okay, I want to bring him. From, I want to bring the comic book Taskmaster, not the cinematic Taskmaster. She could still work, but in the Mar- Marvel, the one I know him as, he's a male, and he used to be like a, if I remember correctly, an Olympics uh, athlete. And if he sees it, he can copy it. And stuff like that, but I'm just saying, like, he can't copy superpowers. But if we bring him into the cyberpunk world, especially Phantom Liberty, where it looks like we get some more stuff like that, or even the tabletops, but with the actual cyberware, he can actually have the actual abilities besides just physical. But also, one of the limited things is he can only remember so much because he's a human, so eventually it pushes other stuff out. But if he gets like a, 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 a memory like boost and stuff like that. Just think of how much he could remember and stuff. He could remember all of the superheroes and stuff. So you would want to bring him in as a friend of yours, obviously, not an enemy to fight against. Oh no, I want him as an enemy. Oh, especially all right. if we could bring if we could bring him in Cyberpunk Liberty. It, Lily, it could be like one of the gimmicks, like where as you fight him, he learns your style and starts using you you against you. Oh, I hate fighting those kinds of battles. No. Or if he, or if he doesn't use you against you, he uses what you're weak against against you. He learns, like, hey, they hacked me. I'm no longer hackable. Learn something new. This is definitely a big bad. It's not. That that he's definitely a big bad. That you've got to fight multiple stages throughout the game, and then yeah. on like the third and final time that you battle him, that's when he knows all your shit, and you've really got to prepare for it. Yeah, I see it. So who wins, like, Cyberpunk Taskmaster or Adam Smasher? It depends on how if it if it's if it's just a quick if he can survive the first one it depends on how long Taskmaster can survive because if, if he doesn't survive long it's gonna be if, like if he can the longer he can survive the more likely chance he's gonna win but if Adam Smasher gets him gone quick yeah then he's dead but if he like somehow dodges a bullet or dodges Adam Smasher and gets away he most likely could eventually win. Mm-hmm. I feel like you just made me think about the idea of having a villain that's unhackable, right? And in the cyberpunk world, wouldn't the toughest thing to beat be something that can succeed without having any technological vulnerabilities? So I feel like as a villain, 
I'd probably want to see the Joker, you know, like Heath Ledger, Joker, you know, seriously, you know, just kind of sadistic and unhackable and someone who's incredibly tough to get to, but a criminal mastermind and agent of chaos, you know, someone without any cybernetics or any of the sort. I feel like that would be a really tough villain in the cyberpunk universe, you know. Or and and if you want like a hero with a similar thing, like I don't know, just a uh, a super. I I don't know. I was thinking about like what would a superhero be like in cyberpunk? You know, who just has natural abilities without any technological assists. I feel like that would be interesting because in cyberpunk that would mean they're kind of living alongside other superhero like figures who are given those abilities through technology. So I feel like there would be quite a big conflict there. That would be interesting to explore from a story standpoint. Okay, so the Joker would be kind of like unhackable because he wouldn't go for any cyber or because his brain is so addled to begin with that basically you can't get in. No, no, he wouldn't go cyber. Yeah. He, okay. Yeah, he's yeah. He's an analog chaos agent, I guess you could say. Um, Cause that would ruin his fun. Yeah, I think I think that's a good way of putting it, Turbo. Yeah, I don't think it would be too easy for him. Yeah. Just like Joker doesn't want to know Batman's identity, because then it would ruin all the fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then obviously he is going to be king of the big top. Like you put Joker in there, he's got his own gang already built in. Dude, Dogtown would be. His, his, uh, I don't even know how to put it. Everyone in Dogtown would, you know, would kneel down to him, pretty much. He would probably be the only villain that could probably usurp, um, what's his name? Uh, the leader, uh, Kurt Hansen, you know, probably the only person that could, yeah. I, I was, that's for a second, I thought you were about to talk about the spider clown. Spider I know she doesn't like. Chris doesn't like him. Don't oh like yeah, no. I mean, Joker uh, would be head of the bozos. That would be, yeah. Oh yeah, be easy. No, I, I feel like no, I feel like Bozo isn't serious enough, or Z Zobo Bozo. He's not serious enough. Serious enough for the Joker. Like, no, but yeah. the bozo. I mean, the bozos are an entire gang. Ozob is like a guy. But I mean, like the entirety of the Bozos gang, which we don't mm -hmm. really see in 2077, yeah, but they're in red. They're like a prominent gang in red. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think Ozob uh, was supposed to be like an homage to them without mm -hmm. actually having them as a as a thing. Oh, right. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Hmm. So not John. Okay. You didn't go no, John Wick. No, that's too easy, man. I mean, if I was going to do another Keanu character, it would be Johnny Mnemonic, and I'd have him in the Time of the Red. I'd have him fighting alongside Johnny Silverhand and stuff. I, I'd have him. He'd be a great character to have, like, during the birth of um, when people started carrying technology in their head, you know? I feel like Johnny Mnemonic would fit in well. I would also love to see Kaneda from Akira in there. He'd be a great character to follow. Okay. 
Yeah, for me, when I read this prompt, my brain went to who do I think would be able to adapt well to the cyberpunk universe? And so I went with another technological game. Um, You know, because it's like for me, I think the uh, cyber cybernetics um, in Mass Effect would translate really well over to cyberpunk. So somebody like Tally or Garrus or even Shepard themselves would be very easily pulled into uh, the cyberpunk. Um, I think it'd be a lot more difficult for one of the alien species <laughs> to try and fit into the world of cyberpunk. Uh, you can't just have one random Turian or one random uh, Forian because I feel like ta- uh, I feel could- like Tally would be all right. So the only issue that Tally and Garrus would have is that, uh, well, fuck, all of the food and cyberware is fake anyways. So because they eat the dextro amino based acid food, so not what us humans digest. So they need their own food created. But Cyberpunk's already got this whole realm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then, yes, I'm pulling Garrus motherfucking Vicarian into cyberpunk and then i can romance him in every game but mainly because i think that he actually would fit into it he's got the attitude of garris's character plays a lot off of what your shepherd decides to do if you walk the paragon path he follows you on that path you walk the renegade he follows you with that so whatever your choices your v is making Garrus will follow down that path. If you're going to be, if you're going to borderline cyber psycho, Garrus is going to be right there with you and has already geared up and cybered out. He wears a visor and like a headpiece half the time or all of the time anyways. So he's already getting enhancements and things like that. So I bring Garrus to be my new Jackie. Mm. Yeah, I didn't pick Tally because V's uh, going to be my pick for tomorrow. Oh, nice. Nice. I do know that a couple other shows on the network are also doing this topic of bringing in characters. Uh, Mass Effect is one of it, and I think they're doing it on Fallout as well. They're doing it. No, no, they're not doing it on else, bro. Those girls are doing something else. Hmm. I- I'd like to see like a cyberpunk version of the bride story from Kill Bill. You know, Uma Thurman. I feel like she would be great in a cyberpunk world. I mean, she would be, you know, the perfect cyber nin- ninja. That'd be fun. You know, what would be really terrifying is if you're in the cyberpunk world, and there's uh, not John Wick. Uh, oh God, what's his name? Uh, Jack. No, not Jack Ryan. Um, James Bond. No, no. He's like no. It's like it's like who? Like when? Uh, it's a movie it's the it's the guy that forgets it forgets who he is he's a he, but he's actually like oh jason other, Bourne. yeah like who like a cyberpunk world where there are cameras everywhere and they're like information and all of a sudden somehow someone's avoiding all that and then they get a glimpse of him and they're like who is that it's like why can't we see him how is he avoiding all of our cameras like we have no clue sir it's like this that'd be more, even more jason terrifying Bourne. if someone who could do that in cyberpunk world I like would some, love someone to see someone without an identity that you can't place at all. 
Yeah, someone with no data at all about them. They're just a ghost. Just we need it would, a time traveler, man. We need a uh, someone who who comes from the future of the past. That'd be cool. I'm guessing it's got to be even further in the future. Cause someone in the past wouldn't have as good technology. Yeah, you come no, in the future, I, I, you have technology that can like I don't show up in your cameras. Like uh oh like never mind. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. Toasty, what about you? What Who are you bringing? Me? Yeah. Um, I kind of have like a legit answer and then like a cheap answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll do my cheap answer first. Okay. And I'll say Siri from The Witcher. Nice. Okay. All right. One, because there's the possibility that she does still exist on the on a different uh you know sphere and all that um with the with the line from the witcher where she sees like the cyberpunk world in her travels or whatever isn't she also on a comic in the corpo beginning yep yep and i've seen plenty of like siri like cyberpunk fan art which is really cool or whatever um whether it's like her just having like her like witcher style training without the magic powers um she i think she'd still be like quite a a problem for a lot of the the people that she'd run into she'd be uh she's very skilled um and i think she would fit that same vibe of like someone who doesn't use the cyberware that's a problem yeah um and then my legit answer or my 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 more real answer is the next person who i think is going to have a drink at the afterlife if he if he existed in this universe and that is uh marcus from detroit become human mm. because i think he'd be an excellent edge <laughs> that's a game that i haven't played but i've heard a lot about it you basically it so the premise of Detroit Become Human is that it's like the androids fighting for their freedom because they're treated as like basically servants um, and like third class citizens um, mm. and they do everything for them. But they have like they start to develop their own like emotions and feelings and things. And you have three different ones you play as throughout the process. And Marcus is the one who will eventually like uh grow to start his own revolution and leads the revolution of the androids. Um, whether that is you manage to keep it peaceful or violent in this case, I think he'd it'd be a pretty violent one, but as is the way of cyberpunk, uh, I think he would go out in a blaze of glory, like, like any good edge runner and get his, his name, uh, his drink in the afterlife. <clears throat> All right. Also, it's it's also like it's it's a higher technology level world too, so it kind of fits. Mm-hmm. It's not quite yeah. cyberpunk, but but androids. Once you've gotten to the point where you're creating another physical being that can automate itself, then yeah, the, the, you're you're pretty much at that level. Especially when they already look human. You mean you if you can make a robot that looks human, you can make a robotic arm. That looks human. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he does have like a thing. I don't know. They don't really get into it, but like, I think he does have like kind of a, like a, a like data, like super fast, like data processing thing that he can do because he like learns how to do things like fight and stuff in the game without really mm-hmm. like training for it. So he kind of like style. Yeah. I think he's like able to like either that or like install, like, I don't know, like chipware or something essentially that allows him to like learn how to do these things. Oh, I just thought about tr- it said matrix and now I'm thinking like, Ooh, Trinity would be fun. Yeah. And when he brought up, uh, a world that's really a really cheap answer like i just thought of uh the cop from almost human with a tv show and sci-fi only had one season i've seen that um, yeah this guy yeah. with it had a, it had a it had a cop with missing his leg it was replaced with a thing and then it had a, like a synth uh partner and the actor on it has the most beautiful eyes ever Never seen it. No, but now you said detective, and I'm like, oh, should we bring Nick Valentine in here? <laughs> bring Nick Valentine into Cyberpunk? He's a th- synth. He'd still be alive. I wonder if he'd work for Dalamain. Be an, like an investigator for Dalamain, maybe. Who's the cop? Carl uh, Urban? I think. I think. Uh, Benedict oh. Cumberbatch's Sherlock would be the perfect detective for Delamine. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Because that series went super dark, almost horror like by the fourth season. Oh, yeah. It I was could so see it good. transcending into cyberpunk stuff. Hmm. It was fantastic. I loved it. I'm sure there's a lot of like really strong options. Yeah. My thought comes in like, how do you think like Tony Stark would fare in the cyberpunk world? Yeah. I thought about that a lot today. Yeah. I think he'd have fun with it. He would have fun, you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, I think he'd be depressed. I mean, I think he would find everything so sad and terrifying and like i think you would uh, have fun with the science of it all but in terms of what it meant for humanity you know um, okay yes like the whole superhero aspect of it where he's a really good decent human and all of that uh but like the tony stark who didn't give a fuck about anybody in the beginning yeah iron man 2 tony tony stark That'd be a good one. That'd be a good, that would be one that really enjoyed. If you uh, bring any of the comic Tony Starks, he's not gonna have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. You being a cinematic universe, he's gonna have a problem because he's now a daddy. All right, let's take a quick little mid-break here. And then when we come back, let's flip it on its head and take either. A, let's take a main character from 2077 and throw them into a different universe. So you can take Fee or Jackie or Johnny or Pan Am, whoever you want to throw, take them 
out of cyberpunk and into a different world. Welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about the show and not the lore of cyberpunk. Huge, massive shout out to all of our patrons and again to Turbo and Jay for being here. And to you, Ninja, I seriously hope that you start feeling better soon. My heart goes out to you. Major loves. Uh, So get better soon. And I don't know, we did not have any new reviews to read out this week. And we do not have any new patrons to read out either. But of course, if you want to join us on next month's Patreon chat, you can go ahead and do that starting now. And at at patreon.com slash cyberpunklorecast. If you would like to help support the show, not monetarily, you can always leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, on Spotify, on Audible, wherever you listen to this podcast, there should be a way to leave a at least a rating somewhere. And if you do leave a written review and it gets read out on this show, your DM owes you 10 IP per J Gray. So go cash them in if you play cyberpunk TTRPG games. I don't think I have anything else to add to the middle of the show. Toasty, you got anything? No. No? Okay. Let's get back into it then. All right, guys. Let's take some of our favorites from 2077. Or edge runners. I'll take Lucy. We can take her out of it too. And throw them into a different series. What are we thinking? Do you want to take our overpowered cyberware people and throw them back into the Middle Ages and see what they'll do with it? Or give them an equal playing field and keep them in a relatively high-tech society? It's hard to find a world to put them into for some of the characters I want to do. I kind of realize Adam Smasher would be a great antagonist for Darth Vader. Ooh. Double board like, battle? I I disagree. <laughs> Well, I think I think Darth Vader would destroy him. With like two oh yeah, seconds. let's say yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. I was about to say like there's like, no Darth Vader there. smokes his ass immediately. Yeah, yeah. But if I we're feel like it'd be really that, funny to see Adam Smasher all borged out, being like, and his I want to attitude. step under your wrath and take over. You know, and, and then Darth Vader just, Vader just looking at him. him. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's metal. He would just squish him. <laughs> Like, yeah, I don't think you're stepping out from under anything. Oh my god, toss Smasher at Magneto. Oh, oh my god. Actually, so basically what we're saying is that the big bad boogeyman of Cyberpunk put him in like almost any other uh like big franchise here and he gets bodied immediately. Yeah, <laughs> That's the thing. So they don't have superpowers. Put anyone yeah. from Cyberpunk into a world with superpowers, they will be done for. You know. Okay, well now now I'm curious. 
a world like a, a media thing that doesn't have superpowers that we could throw Smasher in where he still gets bodied. Ooh. Does magic count as Star superpowers? Trek. I I would assume magic counts as superpowers, yeah. Uh, Wait, what'd you say, Jay? Star Trek. I know one, I think. But we know. I don't know anything about yeah, Star Trek. Though. I think he would get bodied because if you throw him into uh, Ratchet and Clank, they don't only really have superpowers, but they have Toon Force. So, like, the, no one really dies in that mo- in in their world. So, I think uh, he 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 wouldn't get bodied because you can't die in a kids thing. But uh, he wouldn't win because the good guys always wins in kids t- in TV shows. So, but I, so I, I don't think he'd win in Ratchet and Clank. So you're telling me that Purple Teletubby would defeat Adam Smasher? Absolutely. Have you seen that thing? It's terrifying. <laughs> If you threw Alex Smasher into any Toon cartoon, because when they have Toon Force, it's like having God powers. Bugs Bunny can body Adam Smasher. I just pictured a really cute chibi version of Adam Smasher, and now I need to see this. I need chibi Adam Smasher artwork. It's definitely out there. It's got to be out there. Hmm. Adam Smasher Um, needs a real-world... like no superpowers, kind of ma- or magic based, like techno based world, to be badass and be the top dog. If you put him in anything where they have the, anything else, he's like, oh, there's someone bigger than me. <gasps> small, big fish, small pond. Yeah. Nope, it's cuter in my head than what it is on the internet, which is odd. Wait, what did you? What are you looking at? A chibi version of Adam Smasher. I don't even know what that means. He has to be like two feet tall. Chibi's like the little like like anime kind of cartoony thing with the big head. Wait, did someone actually make that, Jenna? Uh, Very, very cutesy versions of like a Funko Pop. Yeah. No shit. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, so that cute. But he kind of looks like the Inquisitor from Star Wars, though. Yeah, he does. Yeah, God, that was a good series. Oh, also, okay, so I do know the Star Treks. Um, why do you think that he would still die in Star? Or why do you think he would get owned in yeah, Star Trek? You see, I've been kind of grappling with that since I said it because I don't really know if he, someone, would be able to defeat him. I feel like it, the Technoborgs. Huh? In Star Trek, in Star Trek, don't they have like they had that bald guy that got turned into a half machine? Wouldn't Asmash be taken over by them? Mm, by the Q? I feel like I, I feel like they'd have to use a spaceship to defeat Adam Smasher or very large, you know, cannons. Couldn't they Star just keep Trek? teleporting him to different places or teleport him into a, a volcano? Well. Because can't you teleport someone when you're on your ship? You, you can teleport them. Just don't teleport them to your ship. Teleport them into the volcano. Okay, so right. that would be one way. Basically, teleport them to the prison on a ship and then teleport them back to it. Because you need to zone in on someone. You have to lock in on their position first. And then once you lock in, you have to bring them back to the ship. And then you oh. can put them 
down. So, you know, lock him into the prison on the ship and to the volcano. You could do that. But there's no character, actually, Jen. I think you're right. I can't think of a single character that would actually beat him. A single character. But no, because then he was joining the Borg. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe one of the alien races could. Could Khan do it? Isn't he supposed to be like the big bad no, guy of no, it? No, no. Yeah, I but think that's just Khan. because he's smart. It's not. He's not he's, technologically he's or. But could he outsmart like Adam Smasher though? Like, could he just yeah, outsmart well, so him? So can I. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. You can still beat him, Jen. Okay, Jen can cockily beat Adam Smasher now. You're putting that out there. All right. Yeah. I think it. we should put Jen. We should put Jen in the cyberpunk. And just have her beat Adam Smasher. Give her a lot of time and a lot of money just to beat him up. What's Smasher's power source? I have oh, that's a good question. I'm assuming they, um, his brain, because he still has a part of it. That's what no, the only thing he has. It doesn't create enough energy. But did they did they ever um, miniaturize nuclear fusion pack in Cyberpunk? I don't think that's it, because when you defeat him, he doesn't go... I'm sure he has, like, a something a in there that's, maybe like, a futuristic power source or whatever. Well, maybe he still has a human brain, which means he probably needs to sleep at some point, so he probably plugs in when he sleeps. So, I'm going to throw him in the past. What do you mean? Make it to where he's got no access to anything electrical. There you go. Yeah, yeah I don't you think he's resor- I don't think he's resourceful them. enough to make a like a battery, uh, like a uh, no, no, that battery, uh, windmill or something like that, quick enough. Yeah, and even no, that, they, I'm gonna throw him back into prehistoric times. Smasher can go try and fight a T Rex. All you need to put him. No, no, they they didn't. They couldn't harvest. Sorry, they couldn't get energy from windmills until. Like eighteen hundreds though, late eighteen. It wouldn't be in. I mean, well, even if we I, figured I didn't mean it like out, they didn't have it. I just meant that he's not knowledgeable enough, like cy, like because cyborg gets thrown in the past at one point, but he's knowledgeable enough to make himself a water powered turbine. Amphimus is not smart enough to do that because they did an episode like of that of Teen Titans where a cyborg got thrown into the past and he makes a water powered yeah. turbine. I think is what it's called. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Yeah, because Adam Smasher's not smart enough. Adam Smasher's more brute force. Cyborg does have, like... That's another person I'd like to see in the cyberpunk world. Cyborg can come over. He'd fit in. Yeah, That's true. He's Wait, so normal from for DC? Once. Yeah, mm-hmm. Cyborg from DC. Yeah, DC, yeah. Yeah, or Robocop. Robocop would just fit. Terminator. Right. Terminator. <laughs> Posty, where would you send Judy? Where would I send Judy? Yeah, let's be nice to these people for a minute. Where would you send Judy? Oh, be nice to her. Oh, yeah. I was gonna. You you did not come on my podcast. So not his bedroom then. You did not fucking. Send her the Matrix. I'm happily married, and she's uh, gay. So (laughs) you can uh, make. 
you could send her to the Matrix. The Matrix would love Judy because she'd make their simulation perfect. Yeah, but it's still that's still like a struggle and fight. Like Judy deserves a break. She can she stay in the Matrix. To... Keep her in it. Send her to a Renoir painting. What? No, Monet painting, because they're always pleasant scene. I'm trying to think of like a universe that exists that like she'd also get to use her particular like skill set. I think I've already said it. Turbo, I like your idea of sending Judy to work with the Smiths in the Matrix, but also I don't want Judy in the Matrix. Like <laughs> she wouldn't know though. She would if she's the one programming it. Will you erase her memory every time afterwards? Just l- let her fix no. it. No, that's, no, no. I, that's disgusting. Mm. You know what? You know she likes editing videos. I I would just make her a, a film editor. You know, just helping produce movies. Yeah, I could. That could be something. Just, just I guess, just any any media source that's like modern day. Yeah. You know, something with actual storytelling. Unless she enjoys the right. Porn. I was like. I was like, don't send her to Silicon Valley. Judy doesn't no, need to edit no, any more porn. No, I was thinking like, you know, working for like <laughs> casual film directors or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe she might. I don't know. Let's, who knows? Who really knows? She may. We don't actually know how much she enjoys doing that. So. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like you know them. what? Oh, she enjoys scuba diving. True. Maybe marine biologist. You know, when there's actually life still in the ocean. Or, you know, she can come live here with me. Fair enough. Uh, No, I mean, like, I was I was struggling with that one, so I wasn't gonna say her. My thought was, uh, my thought was was Lucy, and put her in Mass Effect. Hmm. Okay. She can easily go to the moon in Mass Effect. This is very true. And then she can very, go to other true. places that she wants to go because it's. That's just something you can do in Mass Effect. You can go all over the place, different solar systems, everything. What about David and Cowboy Bebop? Wait, what? I haven't watched Cowboy Bebop, so I don't know. But the Lucy can go to Futurama because Ah. they take like Ah. daily trips to the moon. Yeah, you don't have Reaper to attack Lucy. So that's true. That's That's true. That's true. Fair enough. Actually, you know what? There we go. I think I'll put Judy in Firefly. Oh, with Nathan Fillion, Summer. Yeah. Mm, okay. That'd be cool. I need to watch that. It's a good show. Yeah. I want to put Misty somewhere nice and safe. 
and very secure for her. I want Misty to be happy and okay. Um, what's a but what's a universe that like where tarot has like like actual like s- substance, like actual like magic involved with it? I don't know. You know, she would probably enjoy being part of like a traveling carnival or something. True. But what would that? Hmm. Looks like a carnival thing. You could always give her to the Sorcerer Supreme. Misty would like that. Actually. Wait, but which Sorcerer Supreme? Are we, are we talking about when Doctor Strange was Sorcerer oh, Supreme? No. Are we talking about the previous one? Are we talking about... Um, I, I think the remember. previous one. I think... Uh, yeah, yeah, but she ended up harvesting dark magic. Though. Just to hey. live forever. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but I was oh. thinking more of Chow. Is that, is that the character's name? I can't remember his... Chu... So, uh... Chow, yeah, yeah, yeah the newest one. Yeah. Benedict, played by Benedict Wong. Yeah, yeah, would be good. Yeah. He seems chill. Definitely. I'd work for him. I feel like Pan Am would be in Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> <laughs> All about family. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Just, yeah. just cars, bikes, family. Pan oh, Am and the, the two guys, Mitch and Scorpion. Dude, but also Claire. Claire? Claire? Oh, yeah. Claire. Claire, Claire yeah. Now, how about Rogue? Where Rogue. does she fall? Ocean's Eleven. Or Eight, or, eight, or whatever you call it. Okay. Always, always setting up the next gig. Rogue is the new Ocean. Okay. Because Ocean Day right. was with Sandra Bullock, so just have her in that. I, I never. Mm-hmm. Where where does Rebecca go? Under Adam's foot. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever we send Adam, we put Thank her you. right there before. <laughs> Um, I don't want her to be dead. Uh, Rebecca goes to any, uh, like, what is it? The fucking, um, you get stuck in the friend zone, zombie land saga, or any of like the fucking, like, <laughs> I like that. that like zombie land would be great. No, zombie land saga, it's like a fucking, like, girl group anime. Do you think she <laughs> oh. and Dum Dum would get along? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. That'll be a fun adventure to follow. But also, yeah, we could send Rebecca to just zombie land. She would fit too. Right? She's as much a chaos gremlin as uh Woody Harrelson's character. Exactly. That'd be fun to watch. Big zombie land? Yeah, the was it Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, Emma oh Stone? God. 
It's just Wait, yeah. is it like kind of a parody movie? Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a jokey, like fun time zombie oh, that looks great. movie. Yeah. And like they, I, I just finished they... um, True Detective season one and it was just mind blowing. Um oh, Woody Harrelson is just so great. I mean obviously Matthew McConaughey seals it, but like I feel like having Takamura and that kind of super dark mystery would be sick. You know. Oh no, detectives. Okay, only because I looked at my desk and I saw Deadpool sitting here. Oh, ultimate chaos partner for Deadpool. <laughs> Who's your choice, Rebecca? I was in Rebecca to Gwenpool. Gwenpool. Oh wait, who's which one's that? Gwen, she's she's from our world, and she gets uh, thrown into a uh, go thrown into a comic, so she's uh, and stuff. That's right. Gwen Stacy, yeah, okay, yep, okay. Stacy from our world gets sucked into a comic and realizes all that. I'm gonna go with Spider Murphy from Cyberpunk. Spider, okay, okay. I feel like. Because Deadpool isn't stupid. He wants to work with someone smart. And he wants to work with someone fun. And he wants to work with someone that can get up to hijinks. Spider. I'm trying to think of anyone that's super serious and stuff. Because then put Deadpool with him. Because he just pissed them off. Oh, talking more about him. Yeah. Talking more that would be good. Yeah, step Deadpool with him. He would Takamura would understand absolutely nothing that Deadpool says because he has trouble enough oh, understanding V, which he uses sarcasm. And Deadpool speaks only in sarcasm. Oh my god! And he had to work with him because he gets that would it be done, the best the done in best buddy cop show in existence. Just buddy cop with superpowers, and all he would think is like, "This guy's cyber psycho. He's talking to the thin air." Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, what a what a clusterfuck! I think the combo of Takamura and Deadpool is a great spot to end it for tonight. I don't think we're gonna top that combo. Probably not. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was a good one. That was a good one for sure. All right. We have had so many good combinations of characters here from taking people out of cyberpunk or putting people into it. This has been great. Um, uh, for those of you at home listening, uh, the next time you get a chance, please do not do it while you are driving, but leave a comment on Spotify with who your favorite combination was, or if we missed any really big ones that you think would be really freaking funny to add to all of this chaos, or come uh, chat with us on the Robots Radio Discord. Links to that are in the description, and so you can come and join the Discord and in our Cyberpunk channel. So yeah, I'm gonna give us a follow on all of that. Now, guys, do you have anything 
that you would want to add? Sorry, your little message of David and Johnny. David Martinez and Johnny Silverhead. I feel like... It's too they close would, to being Johnny. I think, I think the thing is, right, is that, like, if you were to do it before either of them, like, became, like, names, they would have burned out too quick before they had the chance to do anything. Oh, they wouldn't be able to hold each other afloat. Yeah, they right. would. They're both so reckless, which would just fuel each other's recklessness, and they would have they would have crashed and burned before they had the chance to actually accomplish anything. Yeah. <clears throat> Alternate timeline where David is given the job to steal the Johnny Chip, and something very very similar happens. And Johnny's living in David's brain, but David still ends up dying. Johnny goes back into his chip and then now gets a second chance with V and has learned his mistakes from running with David previously. Yeah. That would change Johnny a lot, though. Yeah. It'd be interesting, but I think David's too close to, or my V is too close to David. That I kind of feel like I already played that game. Yeah. Or what happens if David had met Johnny before he met the other guys? Maine. Like, yeah, yeah. like so his mom didn't have the Sendestu. His mom had Johnny's chip. Ooh. Like, no Sandevistan, but had a Johnny instead? Yeah. So I think he'd turn into a V, though. David would have turned into a. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. When I think about it, but I just don't know. Because then mm-hmm. I wonder if John would have seen David pull, uh, doing a lot of him, like the girl. There's a girl that likes you, but you like the other girl. And it's like, yeah. I think David's too young for John. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It make me a little, yeah, it would be a little uncomfortable. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Let's see. All right. Well, guys, do you have anything that you want to shout out or plug? Turbo shaking his head. So is Jay. Nothing really going on. They are both on the Robots Radio Discord. You can reach out to them on there. Uh, Always chatting it up in the Cyberpunk channel and a couple other places as well. Um, Yeah, uh, if you'd like to hear more from me, you can listen on the Two Girls, One Ship podcast where we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. I am very excited about some upcoming August uh, episodes that we have planned out. So please come give us a follow and a listen on there. Ghosty, what about you? Uh, you can catch more of me on the, the Witcher Lorecast, um, as well as the Cyberpunk Red Live Play podcast, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk Apostrophe D. That I do with the fumbling for an almighty crit gang. All right. And at the end of the show, we shout out Miracle of Sound and thank him ever so much for allowing his music to be freely used on any muse on any platform. Uh, we use his no neon red, the instrumental version. So go give him a listen, go give him a follow on all the places. You can find us on the internet as well. 
And while you are out there surfing the web, stay safe in Night City. Vault Dwellers, join me, Jackson, Sassy Lady Rover, Eric, and the Creator Maverick as we take topics from the Fallout universe and discuss them with other diverse individuals. We can be found wherever you listen to your podcast. You can follow us on YouTube. You can also find us on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it using at FalloutRTV. You can send us an email using FalloutRTV at gmail.com. Join us. The conversation has already started.